When it comes to the second half of your life, you deserve the opportunity to thrive. That's why Doug Bentle founded Second Half Capital. If I were to look up positive in the dictionary, I think I'd see your face. You always have a smile on your face. You're realistic and logical, but you find the positive in everything. I try to. Well, you do a great job of it. Oh, you're nice. But the rest of us out there that are sometimes... (laughs) Not as good at that. Actually, I've never found you to not be positive. But I found a way that we can even be happier with the simplest little task. When you order an item online, which is something I do probably Mm. four times a week thanks to Amazon, do you track the status of where that package is? I do. That is one of the things that I I really kind of like about today's technology. As a matter of fact, I do that when I order a pizza. Wow. Whether they're delivering it or it's being made, you know, at to the see store the and to see what fictitious name they gave to the person who's putting pepperoni on my pizza. This makes sense as to why you're so positive then. Therapists tell USA Today that the anticipation of waiting for a package elicits happiness. They say even the smallest positive future events can motivate us when we're feeling down. So tracking the pizza, tracking the Amazon package. Yep. I never thought about it that way. Oh, yeah. That makes a ton of sense. We feel a little more at ease knowing that, oh, it's going to be here tomorrow or so-and-so's on the way with it. It's easy. It It reminds me of Staples. Remember they had the easy button? The big red easy button. They even sold them in the stores as a novelty, I think. Yeah, novelty. Well, the advertising took off because who didn't want to just beep, press a button and have something go easy? That was slightly more sophisticated than, I'm going to age myself, the Pet Rock. They sold a bunch of them. The Pet Rock, the easy button at Staples. I mean, all that advertising, it took off because consumers were always seeking simplicity. I know I am. Yep which is why Amazon's my favorite thing ever. According to the Employee Benefit Research Institute, target date funds are more popular than ever. As an average investor, I personally assume that that's because of the simplicity of the set it and forget it approach. You're not an average investor. You're a fiduciary investment advisor. Correct me if I'm wrong. Target date funds. What they do is you set a target retirement date. And the funds sort of automatically rebalance according to your goal of retirement. Easy, right? Good solution? Uh, I would say yes. All right. Everybody buy target date funds. Okay. Great show, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a couple of different reasons why target date funds are so popular. And one of them is definitely the simplicity. That's absolutely part of it. We've talked before about one of my earlier roles was actually building 401k plans and implementing them uh, for small companies. And within a 401k plan, one of the things that must be defined is something called a qualified default investment alternative or QDIA. No, this is going to get so good. Okay. Okay. I mean, in a minute, it's going to feel like a cat video. Oh, those make me happy. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So a QDIA, for years and years, cash was an acceptable QDIA. And what that means is if you don't pick where you want your money to go in your 401k, then it goes into a QDIA. Okay. And for years, that was cash until the authorities said, okay, that's no good. You're not really living as a planned sponsor. You're not really living up to your fiduciary responsibility because having someone who's 30 years old leave money in cash means they're never going to be in a position 
to see that grow, keep up with inflation, and ultimately retire. And so target date funds have taken the place of cash as the qualified default investment alternatives in most 401k plans. So there are millions of people who they set aside money, but they're like, I don't know how to invest it. And so they just allow the plan to do autopilot, Mm. which they look at their age, and then the plan basically puts it into, you know, target date 2035, let's say. Yeah, there's 2020, 2030. Oh, it goes all the way up, you know, 2050. And they do, they just adjust, you know, this split between stocks and bonds or equities and fixed income, if you will. And so as you get closer to retirement, the risk goes down. Okay. Okay. And in general, that's a great solution, especially if you don't have any interest at all in looking at a menu of investment options and trying to learn about them and pick them. And in most companies, there's no one around to help you make those decisions. The HR guy or gal, I mean, that's not their job. That's not what they're trained in. No, no. And it's not the guy. It's not your bartender down the street. I mean, it's... I really think that's probably not good to get (laughs) investment advice from a bartender. Well, you never know. And so um, it's a good option for that. The challenge, and I had this conversation just in the last week with a relatively young guy who's about to turn 50 and he's done a fantastic job. He's got a big pension that he's going to be able to take from, um, but he's also got almost a million dollars in his 401k, and all of it is in a target date fund. Mm. And so I asked him if he knew what the split was between equities and bonds or fixed income, stocks and bonds within that target date fund, because it's something that's fairly easy to look up on the internet. And it was about a 75-25 split. And he was shocked. Hmm. He said, being this close to retirement, I have no no interest in having that much exposure to stocks. And so something that you thought was safe because it was tied to a particular date and it was easy actually has him exposed to way more risk than his particular risk profile would necessitate or make sense. It's kind of a cookie cutter approach. There's no personalization with this. No. And the reality is not all target date funds are created equal. If you look at target date funds from Vanguard versus BlackRock versus Fidelity versus T. Rowe Price and dig into, let's say, the 2030 fund, the glide path, which is that transition from stocks over to bonds as you get closer to that date, it's different. And they'll have different returns. So you can't just assume that they're all created equal. And so the challenge is with a 401k plan, which is where most of these target date funds are being uh, funded, mm-hmm. you probably don't have a choice. It's either all Vanguard or all Fidelity. And I'm not saying any of those are bad, but it's just a tool and you got to know how it's built and what it's really built for. And what I have a little bit of heartburn with is if let's say that you know, you're 50 years old and you, you think, okay, I'm going to retire when I'm 65. So you would theoretically be in a 2035 fund. Mm-hmm. You might decide that you want to retire sooner. Yeah, you could change your mind and so many other things could happen. Oh, so many other things could happen like a 2008 mm-hmm. or last March. Or a health event. Or a health event. Mm-hmm. If you put your car on cruise control, that is kind of like a target date fund. I see. Good analogy. What if there's a wreck up ahead? 
would your target date fund, would your cruise control know? Not if it was the cruise control from the 1980s, it wouldn't. Correct. But even the adaptive cruise controls, not all of them are designed to stop the car, right? Or what if you decided to get off on an exit before the one that you really were going to get off on? Your, mm-hmm. your real retirement, you moved it up. That target date fund or that cruise control isn't dialed into the speed or the risk in this scenario that you ought to be taking on. So target date funds way better than having it sit in cash, but you still have to know what's in them. And as life changes, as you have those events, know that, okay, a target date fund is not going to protect you from a big crash. And if you're close to retirement, you know, if you're in that three-year, five-year window before retirement, you got to pay attention to that, or you might end up working longer, a lot longer potentially than you had anticipated. So I'm confused. You said a few moments ago that there's some good things about them, but now it sounds like they're a horrible idea. Is there a point in life of where target date funds are appropriate and not as appropriate? I would say they're appropriate when you are on the younger side like you, 40, 40, well, no, 41, I forget. Uh, when you're on the younger side, I, th- I think they're fine, especially if you don't have any interest in really digging into uh, okay. different investments. But as you get closer to retirement, you know, once you hit 50, I mean, it, but it, it, it's, I don't want to hedge, but it really depends on, okay, well, when are you going to retire? I know some people who have, you know, they've lived their lives in such a uh, austere and, you know, cost- conscious way that they want to retire when they're 45. Okay. Okay. Um, so what, wherever that date is, if if a target date fund is what you want to use, you just got to be more on your game. And this, and this is where it makes sense to then talk to an advisor mm-hmm. who can look at like this guy had no idea and he's got a substantial amount of money. But if he runs into a 2008, it's going to dramatically change the timing of when he's going to be able to retire. The the other thing with target date funds, again, a portion of what they are invested in are fixed income investments or, or bonds. Bonds are you know, they've been on a forty year bull run mm-hmm. because interest rates have been coming down for that long. Interest rates are going to go back up, and when that happens, bond values will go down. Okay, and so when when that happens. What we think of bonds as being is that's safe. That's where we go to reduce risk. Well, if bond values are going to go down, it's not serving that role or that purpose as solidly as it has over the past 40 years. Right. Does that make sense? It does. Interest rates affect so many different things. And I think that's what I'm taking away today is there really is not a set it and forget it strategy that makes sense when you're near retirement or already there. You need somebody, most likely an advisor, if not, if you're a DIY investor, get some insight from different places so that you can dial in on what's best for you and your family. Right. And I actually had a conversation with a guy the other day, different person, and this guy, all of his money was in a target date fund. And he was already past 62 and wanted to retire in a couple of years. And so we, we talked long and hard about, okay, we need to restructure this because you're not as safe as you think. You shouldn't be going as fast as you're going right now. And it's nice when the market's going up, but when the market's going down, the target date funds are not built to deal with that 
you know, a 2008 type of scenario. Interact with the podcast and explore thriving more in your retirement at secondhalfcapital.com. Investment advisory services through Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Second Half Capital and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding their applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investment and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.